Alrighty, folks, better late than never. Really just doing this so I'm on record before the matches start. It's uh, about midnight on Friday now. Hope the day off went by fast for you and everyone's ready for the action tomorrow. It's winner go home time. Very exciting play ahead, but not to get too far ahead. First, let's review yesterday's games real quick. Senegal versus Colombia, a very cagey match, I thought, actually, uh, at least for the first uh, 60 to 70 minutes or so. Senegal was well-organized and patient, knowing a draw was all they needed, and Colombia just looked void of ideas, couldn't string together passes, and had some sloppy, lazy play. And with James coming off the field early, Senegal seemed very confident. They decided to play the waiting game, but Colombia would break through off a corner kick and leapfrog Senegal, knocking them out of the cup despite Japan losing to Poland in the other game, 1-0. No word yet if James will start their round of 16 game against England. It was odd for him to come off so early, being a catalyst for so much good on the Colombian offense, but if you were listening, the commentators barely said his name. That's a huge sign, meaning he didn't get the ball much, and so Colombia's manager deciding to take him off and keep him healthy, not risking more injury, and uh, remember, he did not start the first match due to fitness issues. Belgium versus England, both managers seeming to prefer youth, gaining experience over the win. Keep your stars healthy, and in the end, the Belgian reserves came through with their own one to nothing win as well. 23-year-old Adnan Januzaj with the goal. He's had an interesting career so far. Back in the 2013-2014 club season, he played for Manchester United, at the time 18 years old, and he scored in his first ever start for them, not once but twice. Would score a couple more goals in the following matches, and they were pretty ones. So he was scoring great goals, and at such a young age, starting for one of the biggest clubs in the world, he got red hot real quick and saw a lot of playtime, but the goals quickly dried up and he stopped scoring, and has since been, he loaned out two years in a row um, and ultimately sold completely to Real Sociedad, a mid-level decent club in Spain. So this goal has got everyone wondering again if he is the true star we thought he was back then. Uh, it was a very nice one, sublime feat to dribble up an opening and uh, curl it past the English goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford. Just for posterity, the meaningless match of the day, Tunisia winning 2-1 over Panama. Not without excitement, though. Uh, because of the lack of importance, the game takes on a looser and more open style, and the shots were on for those teams. But uh, yeah, Tunisia uh, getting their first win of the cup. All right, uh, like I said, I know it's late, but I wanted to make sure that my predictions were getting on record before the matches started. Uh, so the round of 16, here we go. Uh, so first, I want to go back over my picks. Group A, I had called Russia and Uruguay. So far, so good. Group B, Portugal and Spain, right on. Group C, Denmark and France, not too shabby, looking good. But Group D, I had picked Argentina and Iceland, uh, but the Cinderella's of Euros 2016 couldn't repeat uh, some would say unlucky, uh, you know, just didn't have that finish. Uh, and Croatia instead looked very good. I'm feeling a little silly for underestimating them. And uh, Luka Modric, uh, you know, he he plays well and leads them so well. So, um, yeah, on to Group E, another error. I had Brazil and Serbia, but it is Brazil and Switzerland that move on. I think I realized this error after the first match. Switzerland just have exciting players that can create magic, and uh, I, I definitely overlooked that one. Group F, Mexico, and, uh, oi, Germany. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Sweden take their place, embarrassingly so. Moving on. It's, it's too painful. Uh, group G, pretty easy one, Belgium and England. Uh, I think everyone got that one. And uh, Group H, 
Colombia pulled through, as I predicted, despite the opening loss, but I picked Senegal to join them, uh, and it's Japan instead, that early win helping them on their way. So that's 12 out of 16 predicted correct, if you're keeping track, not too shabby. I think it's uh, fair that I pick a new winner now from this batch since Germany is out. And I'm thinking Belgium have what it takes. They've got the star power in uh, Eden Hazard and Kevin De Bruyne. Solid players in all positions and uh, depth in case of injuries hamper them along the way. I think that's that's more key than having the better players is having better players deeper in your roster so that if anybody gets injured or when fatigue comes into play, you can still put really good players out in the field, and I think Belgium have that depth. So, uh, yeah. Now uh, let's get to the good stuff. Tomorrow's match is Argentina versus France and Portugal versus Uruguay. For match one, uh, what a toss-up. I mean, Argentina with the early slip-ups and France not showing a whole ton of strength that they normally do, a pretty easy group they were in with Australia, Denmark, and Peru. Uh, plus their inexperienced, very young side. A couple players to profile that I have not mentioned yet. Uh, for France, Antoine Griezmann, one of the best strikers in the world. He's very quick, very exciting. Uh, he plays his club soccer at Atletico Madrid, crosstown rivals of Real Madrid. Going into this World Cup, a lot of speculation that he would transfer, a lot of people thinking it was likely to FC Barcelona. However... He announced he'd be staying put, and a bit of odd news off the field from this. He made his announcement um, via a television documentary titled La Decision, uh, which aired right at the start of the World Cup, and it was produced by FC Barcelona's star defender, Gerard Pique. His production company created this documentary. And uh, just a quick side note, uh, Gerard Pique is husband to Shakira, FYI. Anyway, this caused unease from Piquet's bosses at Barcelona that he would play a role in the media portrayal of Griezmann's decision to not transfer to Barcelona. Awkward. On the Argentinian side, uh, there is, of course, Lionel Messi, but I want to highlight Sergio Aguero, another forward for them. Uh, he has an insane goal-scoring record for his club team, Manchester City, putting in .72 goals per game over the past three seasons. Manchester City is another one of those clubs like Paris's PSG uh, trying to buy their way to a trophy. In 2008, City were taken over by Sheikh Mansour, a member of the ruling family of Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. And uh, since then, there has also been some Chinese investment as well. So they're trying to access that, that capital and market expansion in, in China. And since that takeover in 2008, some big purchases like Aguero in 2011, uh, two years ago, English star on the rise, Raheem Sterling, and Belgian star on the rise that I already mentioned, Kevin De Bruyne, those three combining for a total of about $213 million, give or take, with inflation. I mean, the money seemed to pay off, though. I mean, Manchester City has won the coveted English Premier League three times since 2011, However, on the European Champions Cup stage, no real big results there yet. So with that, my call for tomorrow is that Argentina will overwhelm the French defense and win this one. I think France not really tested in their group stages, and Lionel Messi is out there with something to prove with this new lease on life at the World Cup. In the other match, Portugal versus Uruguay, I think Portugal has been struggling of late. Um, they did not look very good in their last two matches, despite a strong opening against Spain. However, that ended up in a frustrating draw 3-3, and uh, Morocco and Iran giving them a hard time. 
I think tomorrow may be a day where Cristiano Ronaldo sees more frustrations than successes. It does happen from time to time. And I think Uruguay takes this one to make it a day for South America. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to Tangent Number 11. Uh, Enjoy the games tomorrow, and I'll be back to preview the next two matches.